Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. The Carroll County Sheriff's Office on October 13th investigated a possible animal neglect case at 303026 120th Street in Carroll County. A licensed Carroll County veterinarian accompanied deputies in the investigation. According to the press release from the Carroll County Sheriff's Office, over 100 dogs were discovered in three separate buildings living in filth and horrible conditions during the investigation. The dogs ranged in age from older dogs to newborn puppies. The vet certified that the dogs were neglected and not being cared for properly under standard animal husbandry practices. The dog's owner voluntarily agreed to relinquish control of them. The Animal Rescue League of Iowa and Des Moines was contacted, and the dogs were captured and taken to Des Moines for care. Carroll County Sheriff Ken Pringree says this was a terrible hoarding case, and the owner was not running a puppy mill. The dogs were being fed, but as stated earlier, their living conditions were beyond bad. Pingree says law enforcement found approximately 50 goats, a miniature donkey, several miniature horses, and a cow. Pingree says they are working on finding homes for them, and this matter is currently under investigation. Audubon and Coon Rapids Baird Shared School Superintendent Eric Traeger is retiring after nearly four decades in education, almost all in the Audubon School District. Mr. Traeger announced his intention to retire at Monday's Audubon School Board meeting. Tom Robinson has more on this. He has spent 38 years in education, 36 years in the Audubon School District, and five years serving as a shared superintendent in Audubon and the Coon Rapids Baird. You know, I've had a lot of colleagues tell me that when it's time, you'll know, um, and mm. it's it's my time. So um, it's very, you know, when when it's a year out or two years out, you're you're thinking about it, and it seems like an easy decision. But when it comes right down to the day, you've got to make the make the decision. Really, the decision isn't hard, but it's it's uh, bittersweet because um, I've I work with a lot of really. Uh, top-notch folks, and I want, um, you know, the, leaving that all behind is going to be hard. Um, it's also all I've done for 38 years, so, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's going to be a change, but I am excited for that. Um, there's there's Jeep trails out there I haven't found yet, and um, so grandkids to chase around, so I'm looking forward to that. Traeger says it's a long time to be employed in the same district, but he would not have traded it elsewhere. Couple offers along the lines there to leave Audubon and chose to chose to turn those down. Um, it's just you know been very happy here. So Eric Trager taught in the district for 23 years, high school principal for eight, and superintendent for the past five years. His retirement is effective on July 1st, 2024. I'm Tom Robinson reporting. The Iowa State Patrol conducted a safety carnival today with the cooperation and coordination of the Atlantic High School and the South parking lot at the high school. Iowa State Patrol Trooper and District 4 Public Information Officer Shelby McCready says the Iowa State Patrol establishes safety initiatives yearly to reduce traffic-related fatalities. One of the things that we've been trying to address from a State Patrol perspective is the increase in teen fatalities. The teen death rate has skyrocketed over the last two years. And so one of the things we talked about is trying to get to kids, get them to understand the choices they make can be fatal choices, and 
just the consequences of even the smallest mistake behind the wheel of a vehicle. So the concept was to teach them in a classroom setting, but then also give them practical application. So never before have we pulled together these resources um, in one place. And so it's it's been, you know, a lot of planning with a lot of support from the school, from, you know, Mr. Vargason, all the way down. And so to be able to bring this to the students is really, you know, a, a collaboration of a lot of people and a lot of effort. McCready says the four priorities are seatbelts, impairment, distraction, and excessive speed, represented by the acronym SIDE. The program brought into Atlantic High School and taught by Iowa State Patrol personnel was SIDE with us. The students were instructed on each of the safety tenants and the importance of making good decisions behind the wheel. So the, the concept of this started with the SIDE initiatives. Every year, the Iowa State Patrol puts traffic initiatives out, and the acronym is SIDE, which stands for Seatbelt, Impairment, Distraction, and Excessive Speed. So we're tying all four of those in today, and that this comes after a week-long instruction with Mr. Vargason's class um, to where each day we took another tenant of safety. So we talked about all four tenants of safety in depth, and now this we're bringing you all together by having a safety carnival that involves all four tenants of what we talked about. McCready says the primary goal of this program is to impact teenagers by illustrating the potentially dire consequences of alcohol consumption and distractions while driving. Nearly 13,000 people die yearly in alcohol-related collisions, with thousands more falling victim to distracted drivers. The activities at the carnival today included a seatbelt convincer, golf cart texting course, pedal car course, field sobriety testing, virtual reality goggles, and a crashed Camaro. That vehicle is traveling over 149 miles per hour and crashed at 104 miles per hour in July 2022, killing the three teenage occupants in Dubuque. Environmental Health Director Jotham Arbor is looking for individuals who would be interested in getting certified to test wells and for radon. Harbor told the Cass County Board of Supervisors this morning that if someone does a water test through the Grants to Counties program and it comes back with high levels and needs to be treated, environmental health can now start paying folks to have their wells chlorinated. The only stipulation is that it has to be done by a certified person. Arbor said in his four-county region of Cass, Guthrie, Adair, and Audubon, they don't have a lot of people that are certified. So I'm busy working on some plumbers right now in this area uh, and trying to encourage them to uh, go and get certified. Uh, we're looking at potentially if, if the state's willing to let us use some of that money to pay for some of those people to go get certified. We like to do that. Um, you know, it's been our practice that as long as there's folks out there doing the things that need to be done as far as treatment and whatnot, the environmental health only regulates. We don't get into the business of, you know, treating or installing septic systems or anything like that. So we really want to work with folks in this area so that I can, uh, you know, have a list of people that I can send folks to that they can send and that we can pay those folks to go out there and do that. Arbor said to get certified, you will need to take a class that is around 30 hours of education and then pass a test. It just takes a little bit of time and commitment. And if you're already working in wells, uh, people are drilling wells, people are installing septic systems, plumbers, you probably have the basic knowledge that you already need. It's just some of the you know, knowing nitrate levels and bacteria levels, you know, and how to, because you, you want to pump the water in and out of the well, 
um, using chemicals to make sure that you're not dumping too much chlorine in. So just kind of that basic chemistry. Harbor said they are also looking for people willing to do radon mitigation. That's another class that they would take. Um, a lot of contractors would be pretty good fit for that. Um, it's just understanding passive um, versus active radon mitigation. Really, you're just you're drilling a hole in the ground, you're putting a, a pipe into that ground and letting that radon go up. Um, that certification, I, I don't know exactly how long that is, but it's probably about the same length as your, um, your well water inspection stuff. So, Jotham Arbor said anyone interested can give his office a call and they can work with you to get what you need for certification. The Guthrie County Board of Supervisors held a public hearing on the sale of the Greater Shed to the city of Bayard this morning. The property is located at 105 Prairie Street in Bayard. Guthrie County Engineer Josh Seaburn explains. So this is a continuation of the purchase of property that we made in the city of Bayard. Uh, we purchased a private property and because of that and no longer need of our existing Greater Shed within the city of Bayard. They expressed an interest in it uh, because their shed is uh, in a very rough condition, and they don't have the funds to build it. So this would suit their needs very well. I like the concept. It's a good uh, government's working together uh, to solve a need because we bought a property, takes it off their tax rolls, and so we have a property that suits their needs. So this seems to work very well. There were no comments from the public during the hearing and no objections to the sale. The board approved a resolution to sell the property to the city of Bayard for $1,000. Student enrollment is up in the Griswold School District. Griswold School Superintendent Dave Henrick says there are two counts school districts go by. One is certified enrollment, which accounts for students residing within a school district regardless of where they go. Griswold's current certified enrollment is 460.73 students, an increase of 12.93. The second enrollment count is called the BEDS, or Basic Education Data Survey. This accounts for students who attend a specific district regardless of where they live. These students are counted on the residing school certified enrollment and the attending school district BEDS. The BEDS is the most important one because the money follows the students. The Griswold School District shows a BEDS enrollment of 396.93 students, an increase of 12.83 students. So that's certainly good news for Griswold. Um, that is the second out of the last three years in which our enrollment's gone up. Griswold School Superintendent Dave Henricks. The Cass County Auditor's Office is reminding residents that Wednesday is the first day to vote in the Auditor's Office and by mail. Any ballots that have already been requested will go into the mail Wednesday. The city and school board elections will take place Tuesday, November 7th. Information on the election and polling locations in Cass County is posted on this story on our website at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.